You're listening to the Volleyball by Design podcast. Today, we're going to talk about parents. Yes, coaches, we're going to talk about strategies to make your relationship working with parents so much better. I know it can be tough at times, and there's, I mean, I always talk to coaches about dealing with parents, especially at the club level, but there are ways that we can solidify that relationship and make sure that the season goes without any confrontation or at least minimize confrontation. So this is an episode where we're going to talk about that. You don't want to miss it. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Coach Brian Singh, and after a number of years coaching competitive volleyball and as the head coach of the biggest college in Canada, I've become obsessed with helping coaches improve their knowledge and skills of the game by teaching them how to coach efficiently and effectively to ultimately reach their volleyball goals. I created the Volleyball by Design podcast to give you simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies so you can get clarity and apply what you learn right away. This is the Volleyball by Design podcast. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 94 of the Volleyball by Design podcast. How is everyone doing out there today? Thank you again for tuning in to another episode. I really appreciate it. Uh, I was... I've been away from Toronto, which is where I live, uh, last week. We, me and, and the family went to Florida, went to Orlando specifically, and it was fantastic. If you guys know anything about Toronto, it's, you know, it's winter time. I think, is it still winter? It might be spring now, but, you know, getting away from the cold weather, some snow, and going to Orlando was amazing. Uh, it was it was really refreshing. And I, I mean, for any of uh, my friends in the U.S. who live in the South or anyone who lives around the world in warm climate all year round, you have no idea how lucky you are. Or, may, or maybe you do know how lucky you are. But it just it just puts you in a better mood all the time. And it was yeah, it was a great trip. And I actually I put this on my um, my story on Instagram, but. I would absolutely love to host a coach's clinic or run a youth camp, um, anything that I could do over there in Florida, uh, but I just I don't have the resources or the connections to do that. Um, so if you're a coach out there who is interested in teaming up with me to run some, something like this, uh, re- please reach out. Let me know. Reach out to me. Uh, my Instagram is Singh underscore coach B. Um, you can find me there. You can reach out. Uh, I don't know if you can reach out via the podcast. I don't think you can, but... In the show notes of the podcast, my info is there. So reach out and I would love to figure out a way where we can organize an opportunity for me to come down and run some sessions, whether it's a coach's clinic or a youth clinic or a team clinic. It doesn't matter. I'd love to just do some volleyball stuff in Florida. Um, So yeah, so let me know. Um, And I I forgot to welcome our new listeners. If you're a new listener, welcome to the podcast. You got about 93 episodes to get caught up on. Uh, And my name is Coach Brian Singh. I'm the host of the podcast. So uh, welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. And just to let you know, you know, we always try to deliver value on every single episode. We try to give you tangible things that you can take back to your team, to your gym, and apply right away to see results. That's always the goal of every episode. And my regular listeners, as always, thank you so much for tuning in. You know I appreciate each and every one of you, and I'm just glad that I could help in any way I can to you know help you grow as a coach and take your coaching to the next level. That's what I'm all about. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about parents. You know, it's funny. I haven't ta- I haven't had an episode where I've talked about, uh, you know, the conversation of parents in general. Because as we know, in, in club ball specifically, you are interacting with parents on a regular. And that could be either a really good situation or a really bad situation. So on, um, on Instagram this week, I had posted... Uh, 
on my story. Just any anyone have any ideas or any topics that they would like me to do a uh, a podcast episode on? So first, I want to thank everyone that participated in that in that question that I put on Instagram. I have all your responses. I've made a a note of many of the topics, and there's a lot of great topics, by the way, that I'll be tackling over the next couple of weeks. So thank you for participating in that. Um, it just you know there's always volleyball topics that I could talk about. So I, it's nice to lean on my audience. And today's topic about parents actually came from Coach Nikki. Uh, so. So thank you, Coach Nikki. I appreciate you, re, uh, you know, filling in that Instagram question, and I want to dive into this topic because I know there are many coaches out there who struggle with, you know, dealing with parents and working with parents and figuring out exactly how they can create a, a, an environment where there is never issue with parents. And I do want to say that that's somewhat impossible. No matter what you do, coaches, this is a reality we got to face. No matter what you do. You will never have a you'll never have a team where every parent is completely happy with you and they're all on board. I lie. I shouldn't say you never. You can. You can definitely have that, but there are a lot of times where it's almost impossible, you know, because you're going to have a team of 12 of 10 to 12 players who all have parents and not every player's parent is going to be happy. And that's just the way it is. It's just like any other job in the world. You cannot it's very difficult to please 100% of your clientele. It's it's almost impossible. Now, there are opportunities where you can please them, but it's just not very likely. So, let's um let me talk about my experience a little bit before I talk about strategies that we can use. I uh, my last stint with the with a coaching club was years ago. Before I before I I took on the the college job, um, I was heavily involved in club, and I coached a very competitive boys team and I coached them all the way up to 18U. So I had them from 15U all the way up to 18U. So four years with this team. And I'm I'm a type of coach where if you are a player on this team and you are putting in work and you are you have a great character, you're a great team player, I will never cut you. I'll never cut you. Even if you aren't a starter or you you will never see the court, I will not cut you because I don't I don't believe that if you've done your job and done everything to you, to the best of your ability, but there are better players in you there, then that's just the way that it works. There are better players in you, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't be on the team. So that's the way we've done things. So I have, you know, there's a lot of the 80% of the players that started with us in 15U finished with us in 18U, unless of course they chose it. They did not want to continue playing volleyball and they had, you know, other, they, their priorities changed, which I respect and understand completely. But in my four years of coaching that one team, um, I, I had parent issues, uh, specifically not, not many. I think I may have one, maybe two parent issues, but just generally one parent issue. And that was it. Everybody, all the other parents were fantastic and on board. And you know, it's, it's, I think it's based on the strategies that I'm going to share with you helped quite a bit with that. So let's start by strategy number one, the parents meeting. Now, many of this stuff you probably already know, but it's just a good reminder and things that you may want to be aware of and just to make sure you're doing them, to be quite honest. So the parents meeting. The parents meeting is at the beginning of the year. This is where you actually, you know what? Scratch that. Tryouts. Let's start with tryouts. I apologize. We'll go back to the parents meeting. But tryouts. I talked about this in the past where we have tryout presentations. And a tryout presentation is where you 
deliver, you, you kind of give like an intro to your team. And if you're a club coach, then your parents will probably be in this tryout presentation because they're dropping their kid off to the tryout and they may want to hear about that. And if they're not there, at least the athlete can go and deliver that message to the parent too. And the tryout presentation is the purpose of it is to outline the program, basically what the expectations are from the athletes, outlining the schedule, if there are fees, which in club volleyball, there are going to be fees associated, and a little bit of your philosophy. And that's just a great opportunity for them to know what you're all about. So if that if they don't really like what this is all about, they don't even need to try out. Or if they can't afford to play for this team, it's just out of their budget, maybe they go, maybe they just, they don't try out and they can, because they can't afford it. Mind you, that's, there's all there's always ways in terms of sponsorships and things like that. So I wouldn't completely tell people don't don't go if you can't afford this. Try to work with people, but you know I, I understand that sometimes the, the fees are just a problem. Um, you know, playing time is something you could address the tryouts if you want to as well. You know, just to make sure that it's very clear and transparent. You always want to be as transparent as possible. Um, so that's that's the first thing. The second thing is your parents meeting, and your parents meeting is when you're going to outline again. This is the schedule. This is the expectations, these are the tournaments, this is the fees, this is everything. Now, in the parents' meeting, you're going to go over what I like to call the player-coach contract. Um, You might have heard me talk about it in past episodes. I I talk about it as the volleyball manual as well. And the player-coach contract is a very important document to have so that you can be on the same page with parents, so there's no surprises And in this parent-coach contract, you are going to outline the responsibilities of all the athletes, and you're going to outline, you know, tournaments and expectations and all these great things so that everybody is on the same page. And it's really important because sometimes if you don't have this in writing, a parent can always say, well, I didn't know this is what I signed up for. Well, now they're going to know. There's going to be not a debate on what they signed up for. And I will... um, Spend some time with talking about playing time because that generally is always why parents have issues with coaches is when it comes to playing time. Not always, but generally playing time, you're always going to have a parent have an issue. And the reality is this. If you have a 12-team roster, not everybody is getting playing time. For And, and, and to, to add to that, not everyone is getting equal playing time too. It just doesn't work. So what I always explain in our parents' meeting is that, and I explain this in tryouts as well, it's good to explain it twice, is that your child is on a competitive volleyball team. This is not a house league team, okay? So it's a big difference. In a house league, you are paying to play. You are paying for the opportunity to be on the court and you are paying for them to play. On a competitive volleyball team, you're not paying to play. And that might that might strike parents in a really negative way, but it's a reality check because that's what competitive sports is not. You're not paying to play. Here's what you're paying for. You're paying to be on a team. You're paying for the training. You're paying for the court time. You're paying to attend tournaments. Notice I didn't say play in tournaments. I said to attend tournaments. You're paying for the gear, you know, your uniforms, your jersey bag, shorts, pants, shirts, all that stuff. And you're paying for the opportunity to compete for playing time. But that's where it goes. And also, playing time in the contract, make sure it says there is zero discussion, zero discussion 
between coach and parent regarding a child's playing time. Zero discussion. Now, there can be discussion with the players and the coaches regarding playing time, absolutely, but there is zero discussion. And make sure it's a, it explicitly says that in there, okay? Now, when you do that, and I like to do this at tryouts because especially if parents are in the tryout, it just helps solidify that, wait a minute, I, I, I'm, I'm, if they think that they're signing up because their kid's going to be guaranteed playing time or that their kid will have the opportunity to play, then they're, they're signing up for the wrong team. And let them go sign up for a team where the, maybe the coach is guaranteeing that everyone will get equal playing time. And that's great if that's what the coach's objective is. In club volleyball, it's competitive and the objective is to win. And it's, I know it sounds kind of mean in some cases, but that's what it is. The objective is to win. Now, you may say, what about, what a minute, what about player development? Absolutely, player development is important. And I, I even have player development as a pillar in my college program, but that doesn't mean that my guys are all going to play. No, you play the players who you think are going to put you in the best position to win. And that's what competitive sports is about. And coaches, some of you may disagree with me, and that's okay. If you are a coach who thinks that everyone should get equal playing time, then that is your philosophy. And you just have to be okay with the potential the potential chances of losing games because of that. Because the reality is, is that if you're not playing your best players um, in a match, then you're opening up an opportunity for you to lose. And if you're okay with that because of player development, then I'm okay with that. That's great. And just make it clear in your parents' meeting that that's what you're going to do. Uh, now, at the younger age group, that is okay. At my, my, my philosophy, to be quite honest, at 12U, 13, at the younger age group, then yes, I would like to play as many players as I can. And in certain leagues, there are actually rules that make you play every player on your team in like pool play or things like that. So I'm okay with that because that's a developmental year. The objective at 12U may not be to win. Maybe that's and that's okay. But when you get into high school and competitive ball, where we're talking about you know coaches potentially looking at you, at the, you know at the college university level, they're starting to look at you and you're trying to win and be competitive. And also, don't get me wrong, playing to win is a great lesson in itself. You know, understanding that you're an athlete isn't at the level where they can be playing in games is a lesson in itself. They have to work hard outwork their other their teammates to be have that opportunity to play and you know there's a lot of lessons around that too so I've been kind of dwelling on this for a while but just to make it really clear to them at this parents meeting that this is what you're signing up for and the more transparent you are with them regarding that the easier it's going to be because you'll have less parents come to you and say my kid didn't play like you can reference back to the coaching contract you can reference back to the parents meeting you say well I know but that's not what you signed up for this, is, this isn't a team where everyone gets to play. All right. So the second thing I want to talk about is the 24-hour rule. So I always tell parents, and this, this is laid out in the player-coach contract as well, is do not contact – if you have an issue with a coach, right? When it's Parents have the right to discuss issues with the coach except for playing time. Then wait till 24 hours after the tournament before you address it. Because, you know, our sport is a very emotional game and parents really get in it and, you know, they they want to they just let, let the coach know what they're thinking. I always say 24 hours, then let them know. That way they can, you know, blow off some steam. They can really get their thoughts organized and, and address it in a more, you know, proper way, I guess you want to call it that, than just go off on the coach for whatever reason they have, okay? 
Um, the other thing, I think this is the fourth fourth thing we talked. Yeah, fourth thing I want to mention is outlining the role of the parent. So I do this all the time in my parents' meetings, and I have our coaches do this as well. Literally outline the role of the parent. And we, we tell our parents this, and this isn't personal. Like I, I tell the parents, I love you guys, I respect you guys, and I appreciate the fact that your child is on our team. But this is the role of the parent. And we'll say the role of the parent is to drop their child off at practice and pick them up from practice if that if they're driving to them for the practice. To arrange a ride for them to practice or arrange a ride for them to a tournament, drive them to a tournament, come, support, cheer, and then take them home. That's the role of a parent. All right. Now, there's a couple other things parents are responsible for as well. Things like the food list. So if you have a food list where you're doing like a potluck, uh, where parents are all you know, bringing something every tournament so that all your athletes are you know well-fed. So when we we used to do like a, a food list, our manager would organize. So one parent will bring cutlery, one parent will bring salad, or one parent, and parents can bring whatever they want to bring, but we always made sure we had everything covered. Um, so that's also the role of a parent to you know make sure their kids are hydrated and well-fed during a tournament. Uh, and that is probably about it. That's the role of parent. Oh, I lied. I'm, I apologize. Um, also, depending on the league you're in, some parents are responsible for doing lines and scorekeeping. So uh, it, it all depends on the league. Sometimes the players are responsible for this. Sometimes the parents are responsible for this. Or the team is responsible for having uh, people do this. So parents may have to be taught on how to do lines and scorekeep and do the score sheet. And that's something that you will have to address. Um, and that, I believe, is about it. So you have the role of a parent in terms of feeding and providing food and nutrition and you know things like that, and then you have doing lines, scorekeeping, and uh, and potentially doing score, and that is it. And then obviously the biggest one is to support and cheer on their kids as well as the team. Notice, and I also say, I also make this clear too. These are things that are not the role of a parent on this team, coaching their child during practice or during a game that is not the role of a parent the role of a parent is to support and encourage not coach that is the coach's job okay the role of a parent during uh the uh, what is not the role of a parent is to discuss with a coach during a tournament strategies and game planning and uh talking about which playing time with their child or another child for that matter that is not the role of a parent okay so these are things that and here's the thing coaches i know sometimes coaches like to get you know buddy buddy with parents and start talking about oh yeah well we should have done this we should have done that i want you to tread very softly with that because the minute you start feeling like you can talk about game strategy to parents you're you got to be careful because they're going to feel like they can talk game strategy with you now and there's a line there that we have to be very careful of now if obviously you know there are some exceptions you know, if you have a parent on a, on a team who is a, a, a volleyball coach as well, maybe coaching at a college or just coaching for another club or whatever the case, and then, yeah, naturally you're going to talk because you guys are coaches. You have that relationship. But you got to be very careful when it comes to, um, to talking about game planning and strategies and things like that with, with parents because parents are going to go back and they're going to talk to other parents and they're going to be like, well, my kid's not in the game plan. Why is that? And then all of a sudden you're going to open up a can of worms and you got to be very careful. Your job is to coach. Their job is to encourage and support their kid, and that is it, and that is as far as it goes. All right, the other thing 
that we have to be careful of as well is, oh, I lost my train of thought. I had an idea here that I was going to talk about. Um, I lost it, but I'm going to, I'll come back to it. Is it, it's something to do with the, the, the role of a parent again. And I, and I can't remember, but I'll, I'll, it'll come back to me. Okay. So we talked about so far, uh, parents meeting, we talked about the tryout presentation, the tryout before where you lay out the expectations. We talked about the 24 hour rule. Um, we talked about the player coach contract. We talked about outlining the role for a parent and making it very transparent and, and very clear of what their job is and what their job isn't as well. Okay. It's important to make sure you mention that. And the last thing that I want to mention is, and this may seem really silly, but is to actually do your job. And here's what I mean by that. Parents know if their, if their child is receiving quality coaching or not, or if the coach is kind of just going on a whim and, and coming, to, coming to practice without being prepared. And that's where you kind of run into issues. You know, make sure that they know Make sure that you do your job to the best of your ability. Make sure there's structure to your programming. Make sure there's a plan in place at your practice so you know parents don't think you're just going on a whim because that's when they start questioning your ability as a coach. And you don't want them to question. Mind you, they shouldn't be at all. They shouldn't be questioning you, period. But we don't even want them, we don't want them giving the opportunity to question us. So have a plan in place. Have a proper practice plan. Have a, don't just come and say, hey, this is what we're going to do today. Or this, let's see what we're going to do today. Have a plan in place. Be structured. Have, be organized. Have a plan for tournaments. You know, they have to arrive at this time. This is what the expectation is. This is what the athletes are going to do. You know, when, you, when they see that, they're going to be like, our kid's in a good program. And mind you, this has nothing to do with your knowledge of the game of volleyball. This has to do with your ability to plan and structure your practices accordingly and, and give them value. Try to give your athletes as much value as possible, and that will minimize any type of parent having issues with you. Absolutely. All right. So that I know it's kind of silly, but really do ask, like do your job. And if you do that, you'll, you'll be fine. All right. Oh, the one thing I wanted to mention earlier is, is a pattern that I've noticed with parents. And this is really funny. So a first year parent, a first year parent, when it comes to our game is going to be very quiet. They're going to be very supportive and they're gonna basically do everything that you ask of them, right? The second year that they're a parent, they're gonna start knowing the game, and they're gonna start thinking that, oh wait, I, I know the game a bit more, I, I, and they may start developing opinions. The third year of a parent co of a parent whose child is involved in competitive volleyball, they may start thinking they know more than the coach. So this is a pattern you see all the time, and it's funny as a as an outsider not coming in a club and I talk to parents quite a bit and and by the way if you're a parent listening to this this is absolutely no disrespect towards you but when I start hearing parents come and talk to me and complain to me about certain things it's very clear that they think they know more than the coach and that's a problem parents that's a big problem when you start thinking you know more than the coach now a lot of parents will, will in, in the very rare case, sometimes they do, but in the but ninety percent of the time, parents you do not know more than the coaches, and we gotta understand that. And they'll tell me like, yeah, you know, I don't understand why he's doing this. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know why I understand she's doing this. Da, da, da. And then they start thinking they know more, and that's when the problem starts. That's when you hear you hear some of the gossip start and this and that. And we wanna we wanna minimize that as much as possible. All right, and that's why we have the twenty four hour rule in place. That's why we have the no discussion, no coaching during tournaments and things like that. And it's very clear. And and coaches, this is something that you have to really hold your parents accountable to. 
and it sucks. It's tough. But this is where when the parents cross the line and start doing these things, you got to have a meeting with them right away to address it and say, if this continues, then unfortunately your child will not be participating in our team functions anymore. And it sucks because the kid, the kid will, will punish for this. But with that one parent causing a ruckus and going against your coach contract, it's going to set yourself up for a poison environment for the rest of the players. And you can't do that to the team. It's kind of like the same situation. If you have a bad player on your team, not when I say bad, not bad skill wise, but bad character wise, and they're a poison in the locker room and things like that, then you need to get rid of them for the better of the team. And even though they could be a great player, it's for the better of the team. And you're going to find your team will elevate because of that. Same thing. when it comes to that parent, so, you know, just things to be aware of um, that you have to address it right away and make sure you nip it in the butt right away. And that way you don't have to worry about it going forward. And it's unfortunate, but these things happen and it is what it is. And I've had to address with even parents when I've, when I coach club, I had to, I had to address with players and saying or with coaches rather and say, Hey, this is what our team is. This is what you agreed to at the beginning of the season. And this is what the expectation is going forward. Are you okay with that? If you're not, then feel free to take your child out and find another club or play, try it for another team next year. But this is how we do things. And that's it. And it, it's nothing personal. And, you know, as long as you approach it from that way, you, you'll be fine. But I, I want to finish off by saying, listen, you could do everything right. You could have your player coach contract. You could outline the role of parent to the T. Do your job to the best of your ability. Have an all-star program. You could potentially be number one in the events. And you will still... You will still have a parent who's going to have an issue with you. No matter what you do, you still have a parent that's going to have an issue with you. And you got to take it for what it is. Move on. Have your, one, have your meeting with them. Move on. And hopefully next year, um, that player or that, and that parent is no longer in your program anymore because it's not in the best interest of your team to have that around. And it's really, it's a really unfortunate thing when a parent is the reason that a child can't be on your team. It's unfortunate to see that happen. And it happens all the time. And I wish it didn't, but it's a reality of our sport. It's a reality of the game. All right. So just to recap, make sure we have our parents meeting, make sure we have the expectations laid out, tournament fees, playing time, explaining to them the the concept of house league versus competitive ball, lay it out to them. That way, if they disagree, they can move on right away. They don't have to commit to your team. They move on right away. The 24-hour rule is important to have in there. The player-coach contract is important to have in there. Outlining the role of the parent is extremely important to make sure they understand what your expectation of them is and what your expectation expectation of them not to do is. And then actually doing your job. I know it's silly, but actually putting together the best program you possibly can, showing you care, delivering great coaching to minimize any kind of you know backlash in the end. And I think most of the times, like when parents know that you're putting your 100% in, uh, you're doing a great job, whether they're, you're winning or losing. I mean, yes, I shouldn't say it. winning is going to demonstrate you're doing a good job. But even if you are losing based on the personnel you have, at least you can go, you, you can go away with saying you're doing the best you can. And that is what it is. And if they're not happy with that, they need to move on and do something else. All right, that's it for me. I do want I want to leave here by saying as well. Listen, um, two things. Okay, really important. I want you to pay two things. One, if you're a DVA member listening to this, um, I have a lot of things inside DVA already that you can access and modify to your own. So I have a player coach contract for you that you can take and modify and see what I'm talking about. Um, I have the tryout presentation that I've done in my college gym. You can take a look at that. I have everything laid out for you guys inside there. So go take a look at that. It will help. It will help create a lot of these resources faster for you. If you're not a member of DVA and you'd like to be, 
Um, go ahead, get to go to digitalvolleyballacademy.com, okay? Digitalvolleyballacademy.com and uh, register there. Um, and if you don't know what DVA is, uh, DVA is my signature membership where I get to help coaches all around the world by, you know, basically welcoming them in, into my gym and getting access to my resources. And I provide a lot of live training and Q&A and just that mentorship. It's really about that mentorship. So I really, really like to help our DVA members achieve great things. And the second thing I want to talk about is if you have other questions with, because I know this episode may not may not have done it justice, but if you have questions or you have a specific um, situation with a parent that you want some advice on, feel free to reach out to me. All right, reach out and I'll do my best to try to give you some advice. Um, you're not you're not in this alone. Okay, so reach out and let me know if I can help you. Other than that, I hope you got some value out of today's episode. Um, go back, take this, create your player coach contract. Make sure you have all your uh, you know processes in place and you'll be better prepared to deal with parents going forward. All right, that's it from me. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. Um, I will see you guys next week on another episode of the Volleyball by Design podcast. Take care. All right, cue the music. Look, are you at the stage you want to be in your volleyball journey? How would it feel to get clarity on your training? And instead of taking months to get better, you could improve in weeks, if not days. When I was a young coach and player, I felt this way all the time. The truth is, after I got some great advice on how to be efficient, my learning curve grew exponentially. Let me show you how to be more efficient and effective in this game. I invite you to check out CoachBTraining.com for more resources that you can use to take your game to the next level. I look forward to helping you reach your volleyball goals.